BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Have you heard you can listen to your favorite news podcasts ad-free? Good news. With Amazon Music, you have access to the largest catalog of ad-free top podcasts included with your Prime membership. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash ad-free news podcasts. That's amazon.com slash ad-free news podcasts to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Hi, we'll talk to Buzz here in just a second. But did you know the average American has 97 points they can add to their credit score and have no idea how to get their hands on those points? Well, ScoreMaster is the solution. It's the new credit science that super boosts your credit score. Forget raising your credit score just a few points. The average ScoreMaster user raises their credit score 61 points in just 20 days or less. 61 points. That is unheard of. Say your credit score was in the high 500s to mid 600s when you bought that new car. If you'd gone to ScoreMaster first and raised your credit score just the average 61 points our listeners get you could have saved nine grand on your car loan and if you'd gone to ScoreMaster before applying for a home loan and raised your score just the average 61 points our listeners get you could have saved almost 100 grand over the life of your loan ScoreMaster puts you in control of your finances not the banks enroll in just minutes and see how many plus points ScoreMaster can add to your credit score visit scoremaster.com slash offer that's scoremaster.com slash offer and now let the cartoons begin broadcasting from resistance headquarters relentlessly fighting back against the clown dictator and his regime of deplorables never give up never surrender this is the bob zeska show presented by bubblegenius.com boy these conservatives are really something aren't they they're all in favor of the unborn they will do anything for the unborn but once you're born you're on your own <laughs> Pro-life conservatives are obsessed with a fetus from conception to nine months. After that, they don't want to know about you. They don't want to hear from you. No nothing. No neonatal care, no daycare, no head start, no school lunch, no food stamps, no welfare, no nothing. If you're pre-born, you're fine. If you're preschool, you're fucked. You're fucked. Conservatives don't give a shit about you until you reach military age. Then they think you are just fine, just what they've been looking for. Conservatives want live babies so they can raise them to be dead soldiers. Pro-life. Pro-life. These people aren't pro-life, they're killing doctors. What kind of pro-life is that? What, they'll do anything they can to save a fetus, but if it grows up to be a doctor, they just might have to kill it? They're not pro-life. You know what they are? They're anti-woman. Simple as it gets. Anti-woman. They don't like it. They don't like women. Bob Seska. Bob Seska. You really are sick. The Bob Seska Show. I was just saying about the same thing to a bunch of pro-life people on Twitter. And yes, I know better. I shouldn't be fighting with them, but I do. I, I can't help but to feed the trolls. From our nation's capital, it is Tuesday, Rocktober 13, 2020, and this is the Bob Seska Show, presented by BubbleGenius.com. Hi, what's up? My name is Bob. Hello, Bob. Hello. Day 1,363 of the Trump crisis. 21 days 
until the 2020 presidential election. It's underway now, but election day is just three weeks away. So let's bring him in, my good friend, Buzz Burbank from Buzz Burbank News and Comment. Hi, Buzz. Hi, Bob. Hi, everybody. That's two. That's actually less than two Scaramucci's now until the election. <laughs> yes, right. Well, as you know, he's Bob. Uh, I'm Buzz. And we're together, but we've both been seeing other shows. Yes, I've noticed that. Well, yeah, you and I are both very excited, Bob. Uh, mm-hmm. We'll share it with people. Uh, we're going to start running uh, TV ads for this show. Oh, really? Huh. Uh, and I'm very. We're both very excited about that. Yeah. And 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 they're very good ads. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for playing along. They're very they're very good ads, uh, uh, especially with the out of context quotes from Dr. Fauci. <laughs> That's good. Ah, see, I warned you against that. He loves that. <laughs> well, the election, the election is just, uh, as we mentioned, Bob mentioned uh, 21 days away now. Mm-hmm. And and you know what that means? Huh. The fly eggs in Mike Pence's hair are about ready to hatch. <laughs> My favorite time of year, always. I always uh, look forward to that. It's the foliage you know, and, and the flies. Well, we, we want to carry him to term. Uh <laughs> Listen, I figured out why we still don't know the true, true condition of mm-hmm. Trump's health at this point. Mm-hmm. Uh, as it turns out, his doctors are not MDs. Uh, they all graduated with NDAs. <laughs> Man, that's a common thing. Everyone's got an NDA. You get an NDA. You get an NDA. Yeah. Say nothing. Mm-hmm. Uh, hey, did you see this? No. Uh, Kim Jong-un uh, tearfully, this is true, uh, tearfully apologized to his people this week for failing them in controlling the pandemic. <laughs> I never thought I'd say this, but I wish Trump was more like Kim. <laughs> Doesn't everyone? <laughs> yeah. Hey, hey, well, maybe it is just me. Maybe it's me, or maybe this is just a coincidence. But uh, see if you follow this this line of history and oh, logic yeah. here. Mm, gotcha. First, uh, the Ringling Brothers Circus shuts down. Mm-hmm. And then a clown gets elected president. The Bob Seska Show. (laughs) Rocky Mountain Mike. Would you like to hide that Trump in a padded room? Could we just decide to lock him away real soon? He could gloat and tweet and brag about inaugural size. Don't he can I love it. Rocky Mountain Mike. Mary in Ann Arbor. Holy cow. Yeah. Love Um, that. My my all-time favorite Rocky Mountain Mike song right there. I love it. It's, I love it. I yeah, love it. It's, it's an oldie and goodie. Pulse pounding, too. It gets me psyched up to, uh, yes, to cast yes. my ballot, which I've got sitting right here. My ballot is uh, in its envelope, in its protective envelope. It is signed. It is all prepared. It is done by the letter of the rules. I have followed all of the instructions. Same and I, here. I say that with a little bit of trepidation because I'm not sure. I but I, I, I really know. tried. I really tried to follow. You know the, what scares me, especially here in Florida, is matching my signature. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a, it's, you know, I even I don't know what it is. Uh, it's like lightning and never strikes twice in the same place. Yeah, right, right. Uh, and so, you know, I've tried to replicate 
what I guess was probably the scribble I used when I registered to vote. <laughs> yeah, right. But uh, I just, that if anything keeps me awake at night, it's, oh my God, I hope my signatures match. <laughs> That's right. Holy shit. I'm so nervous because uh, we've got this story. We're going to talk about this in a little bit about these fake drop boxes in California. Uh, All the shenanigans going on. And of course, I go to all the paranoid things like, oh, what if someone drops a Molotov cocktail in all the drop boxes and they're incinerated? I mean, I I guess I shouldn't be. Stop it. No, you shouldn't shouldn't be saying this. And you're you're planting ideas. uh, We'll edit that out. (laughs) That's right. Well, here, before we dive into all of that crap, because there's lots of crap to talk about today, including the Barrett hearings and whatnot, but I have to thank one of our intrepid Patreon subscribers, Lady J, uh, turned me on to a solution to something that I've been bitching about here on the show for some time now, and that is the the new Facebook design. It is Ah. uh, insult added on top of injury, the fact that we have... All this fuckery from Facebook going on, and uh, obviously Zuckerberg is in uh, the pocket of Donald Trump. He's he's kind of one of these uh, purveyors of Trumpism, and uh, and you can see that as evidenced in the fact that everything from the Daily Wire is now in the top ten most uh, clicked pages on Facebook because they entered into a deal allowing them to do all the illegal things that other people get kicked off from. So oh, this is. Nice. I have very serious gripes about Facebook. Uh, Kimberly Johnson, my girlfriend, kicked off of Facebook two years ago, almost right. to the day, uh, unceremoniously. Just bye. You know, you've been I working had, on this they, for years. We're just going to kick you off. We're going to pull the plug. Bye bye. They removed every post uh, linking to every newscast I've done forever. Uh, until damn. until I mean they they're up now I mean and the recent ones are mm-hmm. uh, and I guess some people are able to find some sporadically but for the most part most of my newscasts have been erased from Facebook just this platform is not designed for us to connect to our family and friends this is a data mining operation that Mark Zuckerberg has uh, operating here that we're all part of and that we can't quite extricate ourselves from but any opportunity then. Because of all those things, because of the fact that they took rubles in 2016 to scam the election, to scam their own users, because of these things, I have no trouble ripping off Facebook when I have a chance. And this is not necessarily ripping them off, but this is kind of, I would categorize this buzz as sticking it to the man. I <laughs> I hate this new Facebook design. I swear yeah. to God, it looks like a 1997 personal homepage or something. It looks horrible it's impossible to find anything it's a jumbled scattered mess of nothing it's as if an anime cartoon took a shit on a web page so you're saying you don't much like it yeah i i I don't care for it i guess that's the best way to yeah yeah Yeah, i I got that sense but thanks to uh, lady j on our patreon page i have found a browser add-on and this applies Uh to most of the popular browsers chrome firefox etc it restores the old facebook design it's wow. an amazing thing. I've got it installed. There's no uh, catches. There's no hooks about this. It's not itself a data mining operation. It seems completely on the level. And I'm willing to be proven wrong on that front. But from what I've researched, this browser add-on is completely legit. And it's called Facebook Purity. It's at fbpurity.com. I'll link it uh-huh. in the description. This is a big deal because it gives you back the old Facebook design that makes it a lot easier to use. It actually adds some features where you can block some of the other forms of Facebook fuckery. It is a 
a saving grace. And I now I'm back actively using Facebook every day because wow. Wow. it feels so much better. It's like a breath of fresh air. Well, I can't wait to try it. You were very kind to send me a link, but I haven't I haven't uh, hooked it up yet. Uh, I will say I I like the dark mode because yeah. I just do everything in dark mode now. But yeah, uh, so I, I'll miss that. But it, it'll be worth it to get around. I think I was whining about Facebook again last week on the show mm. uh, about how they'd made uh, even birthday greetings more difficult. Oh, yeah. By the way, I just said I was going to link to it in the description. Don't look uh-huh. for me to link to it in Facebook because Facebook blocks all the links going to FBPurity.com. Really? <laughs> yeah, uh, so little weasels. You can't share it on Facebook, although I considered trying just to see what would happen. But I, I didn't <laughs> yeah. want to buy. I didn't want to. Again, yeah. I didn't want to call Facebook's attention to it because it's too good of a thing for Facebook to finally go. Ah, we got to make sure we block this add on. And I guess it's just a matter of time before they do. I guess I guess this is a fleeting thing. I would only assume. Might be. Yeah, because of the Zuckerberg empire. I mean, he's just going to nuke it at some Shut point. Shut it down, boys. Yeah, yeah. So hopefully not. Um, one other bit of business here before we yeah. uh, talk about the serious things. To repeat, we have a big guest get, as they say, tomorrow uh, on the interview show. Maybe you've heard him on, <laughs> on this show already. He does amazingly funny song parodies and so on 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 twitter uh on top of doing like legitimate rock music uh his name is nick lutzko and he is responsible for like for example the boat parade song boat parade boat parade parade. looking for directions to the boat parade (laughs) gonna get a sunburn standing out here all day trying to get a ticket to the boat parade i appreciate it's like i call it aggressive mockery Shouting their things back at them. And then by the time this song culminates, his mouth is bleeding. He's screaming so loudly about the boat parade. (laughs) Endlessly entertaining. So I cannot wait till tomorrow where I can talk to. Sorry, uh, those of you uh, listening today, but tomorrow's show is going to be really great. (laughs) Guess what? Here's the added bonus. I think he's going to perform some live songs for us. He's, oh, cool. He's supposed to send me a song list to choose from. Of course, I want to hear. Boat parade, boat parade, <laughs> looking for yeah, the to the boat parade. I'll, I'll try to get that one on. But he also has, uh, as I said, he's got like a real uh, music project that he also uh, has albums for. He's got a Spotify. It's very popular. And great, amazingly inventive music, too. So, okay. Yes, tomorrow's, tomorrow's show, much better than today's. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Sorry, everybody. <laughs> Just stop today. If it's after Wednesday, stop today's show. Stop the Tuesday show. Just go right over the Wednesday show. You can just bail out at this point. I'm, I'm joking. Of course, you have to listen four days a week, every damn week. That's the way it works here. That's right. Otherwise, you're banned from listening to the show. Uh, okay. So the Barrett confirmation process is underway. That's why we're starting late today. Buzz, I apologize. I I got all wrapped up in the pulse-pounding excitement of the Senate Judiciary Committee. Uh, I mean, it is kind of exciting to kind of predict who's going to get Mike Lee's COVID. I mean, that's kind of a a little game you can play to (laughs) help the proceedings move along. (laughs) Well, as usual, I'm not watching live because I have writing to do. I'm a a writer on deadline. Yeah. So uh, I'll I'll get back to, to whatever was covered today, but... Uh, yeah, it's, it's underway. And I was intrigued by something you posted uh, earlier today, uh, where you were uh, sort of uh, yelling at liberals 
to uh, yes. to, to you know to, to get off their asses and do more than just uh, sit around and uh, accept the fact that uh, Amy Coney Barrett will be confirmed. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about that a little bit. Yes, please. Let's do that because I was kind of surprised today. I wrote a thing for Salon partly about the. Uh, Barrett confirmation hearings, mainly about the Affordable Care Act, which we're also going to talk about here in just a second. But I was surprised to scroll down into the replies. I was surprised to scroll down into the also the replies on Twitter and see so many people going, mm, oh, I'm going to lose. She's, she's confirmed already. A lot of that going around. That's what I've been complaining about for a very yeah. long time is this attitude of defeatism. I understand where it comes from yep. because we have had some losses. We've taken some hits. Mm-hmm. Uh, absolutely. And we've taken so many of them that you may feel as though you cannot win. Yeah. But you can. And in fact, judging from the numbers and the early voting and all that, you actually are winning. Yeah. Uh, there are analyses that say uh, the margin of error now is such that that uh, the, the lead that Biden has is such that even if the polls are wrong, he still wins. Yeah. Uh, there are some overwhelming uh, numbers when you break down who's voted so far and, and that sort of thing. Uh, there's reason to feel really good. And, and I understand feeling battered and bruised, but you can't always take that position. What then, and, and this would be my question about your post today on Twitter, what then do you recommend people do? Well, uh, clearly it's the same things that we've done in the past. When these allegations came up about mm-hmm. Brett Kavanaugh, people took to the streets, people went out to the Supreme Court building, people expressed their dissatisfaction with Brett Kavanaugh and the things that he's responsible for. I don't know why we can't do the same thing with Amy Coney Barrett. But all we have to do, it's not about necessarily stopping the confirmation process. I don't know if that's possible in okay, the in the long fair. term. All I'm talking about is 4 weeks. If we can delay this so she is not sure. seated within the next 4 weeks. That's all that needs to happen. So enough pressure applied either to Democrats to slow the process down or for some of the uh, moderate Republicans to split away like Collins and Murkowski have already kind of pledged to do. The goal, the mission here in all of this is to get to November 10th. If she's not seated before November 10th, she will not be a part of the Supreme Court uh, decision on the Affordable Care Act matter. Correct. Uh, She will also be very unlikely to be able to weigh in on the election, anything that comes up. Donald Trump, once again yesterday at his rally in Florida, repeated that he's going to challenge this election. He's going to say, well, we're going to take care of this after Election Day. So he is planning to do what I've been foreseeing for a while now, which is to challenge the uh, the returns based on the the vote by mail ballots he has said the supreme court would count the votes uh yeah i don't think we're gonna let that happen uh i what i would add to what you've said is i would focus especially and and people are skeptical about this and it's hard to get people to do this it's hard to motivate people to do this but uh perhaps the people listening to us today can do this themselves and Mm -hmm. encourage others to do so call your republican representatives and senators Even if you think there's no point in it whatsoever, the calls get counted. There is a chance that if any one of these characters gets enough calls, they might change their vote. And we may lose this, and maybe it's more realistic to think that we will. 
But if we think that way, then we surely will. We we have to rise up and try. I, I agree with Bob. Uh, make your voice heard on social media yeah, or in yeah. dem- demonstrations uh, or in conversations with people. Uh, emphasize that health care is at stake here. Uh, and the election is at stake here. Yeah. Uh, obviously, abortion is too, but that gets into an, another another subject entirely that uh, maybe will be harder to sell to some people. <laughs> but but there there there's plenty you can do. And the thing I would emphasize is call your Republican lawmakers, no matter how pointless you think it is, mm-hmm. and let yourself be heard. And then you can say to yourself, "I did everything I could." I can assure you, the thing that will not work is to sit on your hands and go, Absolutely. (laughs) And because we've been beaten down so many times, uh, so many of us on the progressive side have taken that position, oh, we're going to lose, we're screwed, it's not, there's no point, it's uh, hopeless, you know, oh, please stop with that, and especially Mm -hmm. now, you know, especially now, because we're in the heat of the battle. And if you're, uh, as I said, I think on a previous week, lead follower get the hell out of the way i mean it's not unreasonable to say let's do what we can for now to at least push this beyond november 10th if we can at least get past that date everything will be just a teeny tiny bit better it's better than just again it's better than just sitting here going well she's won already so why bother and help uh, yeah yeah. not helpful and, 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 and help others understand if you can uh, that they should not listen to the words of Amy Coney Barrett when she says that she had no conversation with the White House yeah. about uh, her rulings on abortion, on the election, or on health care. She wouldn't need to have had such conversations. She was chosen because they know how she is going yeah. to vote on those things. That's right. So don't be distracted by these this facade of, oh, everything's fine, everything's normal, everything's mm-hmm. fair. Everybody, my decisions are going to be based on the law, not what I wish the law to be. Bullshit. Yeah. She was chosen... Because she is who she is and has the record that she has, and that record indicates she will vote against your health care, putting 21 million people without health care insurance. She will vote against a a woman's right to choose at every opportunity, making it as difficult as possible, even if she never overturns the law. And, uh, And because of perhaps loyalty or an implied understanding, she will vote to support Donald Trump's continued presidency that's exactly right and we should assume that's the case we should assume that there was a corrupt bargain that took place in the oval office when trump and coney barrett met together uh before the nomination Uh, was handed down i think they didn't have to say a word it was implied it was understood exactly right what has trump done to ever give us the indication that things like that don't go on i mean this is this is why bill barr was nominated for attorney general because there was a corrupt bargain whether stated or unstated the implied Implied notion is uh, if you are nominated, you better support, you know, vote to support me when the ACA comes up or when uh, the election comes up. Otherwise, uh, you're not going to get this nomination. Trump said when he was when he was running for president in 2016, Trump said that he would choose judges and justices, Supreme Court justices, who would uh, eliminate Roe v. Wade. It's his whole 
reason for being uh, it, when it comes to Supreme Court nominations. Yeah. Uh, he's he's talked about uh, the Supreme Court settling the election, as I said. Uh, it's very clear what his intentions are here. Don't believe anything mild or normal sounding to the contrary. And there's a reason why Mitch McConnell is rushing this through Congress. Obviously, <laughs> he wants to have Amy e- Coney Barrett seated evil. by the time the election or the ACA comes up, right? I think the evil bastard is the reason, right? I mean, evil, evil bastard. I'm going to go. Can I, I put, I put in my answer as evil bastard. Evil bastard. That evil bastard, by the way, during that debate yesterday with Amy McGrath, unfucking believable. That maniacal laugh of him is so creepy. Does does he think that laugh is going to help him in this election? Is he, what is he insane? Is he, is he on the decks of, you know, also, I mean, I think so. Is, yeah. every, is everyone taking it now except me? Yeah, I know. I know. Why, why can't we get any of this stuff, Buzz? Why can't we get on the dexamethasone gravy train? I want to know. Start pumping it into my veins. I want Mike Lee energy. Do you see? Uh, Mike Lee today was talking and talking uh-huh. and talking and talking. Mike Lee during his turn, I think he got like three different turns. I think like John Cornyn like gave all of his time to Mike Lee because here uh-huh. I started listening to Mike Lee talking to Amy Coney Barrett today. Okay. And then I said, okay, well, he's going on a long time. I've got work to do, cha-cha, so I'm going to go over and do some work. I went over and dubbed a couple of songs for uh, to come out of commercials today and whatnot, did right. a little bit of right. other tweeting and so on. Went back. He was still talking. Uh-huh. On and on and on. And of course, it's <laughs> nonsense. But I'm wondering if Mike Lee, because he did test positive for COVID from the super uh-huh. spreader event, right. um, I wonder if he's also got himself some of the dexamethasone. I wonder if he's all hepped up on the steroids, That's a, too. That's a good question. And the more he talks, of course, the more he sprays. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, you know, so, uh, you know, I, I don't know that that's his intention, but that's certainly yeah. the result. But yeah, yeah it's suspicious. I mean, Trump dancing last night, uh, oh, and I, I'm trying to remember, I'm trying, I feel, what, what did he say? I feel something. I can't yeah. Now here's, here's the exact quote from oh, last good, night. Good, yeah. Good. Here's the thing. This How was the, feel? maybe the creepiest thing I've ever heard him say during a Trump rally. And that's saying <laughs> a lot. I watched the 2019 CPAC speech, which was literally two and a half hours of Donald Trump. Trump just going off with various forms of creepy, psychotic, badger-like nonsense. But yesterday during this uh, Trump rally in Florida, he said, they say I'm immune. I feel so powerful. I'll walk, I'll walk into that audience. I'll walk in there, kiss everyone in that audience. I'll kiss the guys and the beautiful women. That's the president from yesterday. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I know. And, yeah. I, you know, he was, I think, being cute or something but here are the four words uh, that you need to focus on out okay. of that quote yeah i feel so powerful mm-hmm. he has just verbalized one of the side effects of dexamethasone which he has admitted he is still taking yeah they took him off the other drugs at his request exactly as i predicted i believe on steph show on friday uh, at his request They've kept him on the dexamethasone. So he was saying, I feel so powerful. He was dancing on the stage. He's never had that much energy. Uh, Listen, I, 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 I try to operate only on facts and not on theory, but we have been misled here so many times on Mm -hmm. the condition of his health and I still have liberal friends who think he was never ill in the first place, that this was all a yeah. all a scam. And I, I'm, 
I'm saddened by that <laughs> uh, because I because I not only think he's ill, and of course I've been reading more about the effects of the disease itself on the mind. It's mm-hmm. wow. I mean, when you get into some of the details, as I will this week on my newscast, uh, this really messes with your head, at least for many of the of the post-COVID patients. And oh, so yeah. he's got yeah. that He's got that going for him. He's got the dexamethasone making him say, I feel so powerful. Yeah, yeah. Um, this is, the, you know, this ain't over. And he could still, I still predict uh, a likely physical health crash for mm-hmm. him yeah, uh, he, at some point. He was a real motor mouth last night during that right. uh, event in, what was it, Sanford, Florida? It was where the Trayvon Martin shooting took place, right. uh, which course. is also weird and creepy in and of itself. But, but so typical. Yeah, yeah. And the dancing. And you, you mentioned Stephanie Miller, <laughs> and I want to talk about your, your appearance on the Stephanie okay. Miller show here in just a second. But uh, she and I both have this thing where we notice all the weird Trump things. And the one <laughs> thing I noticed about Trump, and I've noticed this on several occasions before, but sometimes I'm uh, I'm hesitant to mention this out loud because it just seems so psychotic that I notice this shit. <laughs> but when he does that fist pump thing, he doesn't even know how to do a fist pump. He, no. he, he looks like he's knocking on two separate doors that are side by by side he's doing like a right. door knocking gesture rather than a legitimate fist pump gesture which again plays into my theory that donald trump is an alien in a human suit trying <laughs> desperately to replicate human behavior he Bob, and, you know, and just can't get it right <laughs> you know i like to go with the facts but frankly that's but but frankly that's as good a theory as i've heard <laughs> well yeah now the the you were on stephanie miller's happy hour podcast on oh, friday yeah. and i have to say i mean no offense to previous guests including my own girlfriend that was an entertaining as hell 35 40 minutes of oh, podcasting and one of the reasons why i loved it so much is not only because i love you and i love stephanie and i love both of you but it's also the fact that that you're a couple of longtime broadcasters carrying on this conversation about something, uh, the format of radio, that doesn't get a whole lot of conversation anymore other than from people who are in radio now or who once were in radio. And I just, I love hearing about all the old radio things and the hearing the tapes of you guys both on <laughs> inauguration day 1989 going all the way back <laughs> to that date and the time that you guys spent on the air together and hearing the jingles and the banter and the right, jokes right. and yeah it was just it was such a uh, a refreshing a conversation for those of us who really are passionate about broadcasting to hear a couple of broadcast it, professionals shooting the shit like uh, that well thank you that's very kind of you. it's a throwback to be sure i hope non-radio people enjoyed it as much as radio or x-radio people did but uh well and we also talked about uh, some things in the news and i thought Mm -hmm. the discussion on on that was very good too it was it was a real uh, blast and a real honor and uh, i I was very very pleased to have been able to do that one of your funniest lines on uh on the show was when stephanie was talking about how her show and my show exchanges routinely (laughs) exchanges bodily fluids or uh, yes we just we trade sounds we trade ideas and so on and we're you know and you jumped in and said yes and i'm now one of the fluids that's right yeah <laughs> that's, yeah. that's uh, yeah. and exactly and right. honored and honored to be such so there you have it <laughs> buzz burbank bodily fluid uh, <laughs> and proud of it 
proud, proud bodily fluid. Oh, by the way, since we're talking about the uh, Trump rally from last night, um, yes, oh, his, okay. his first since his COVID diagnosis, uh, I should note that he walked out on stage throwing swag into the crowd with his stubby little COVID-covered hands. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I'm assuming he's still COVID positive uh, because, sure. as you were saying, there's no reason to trust what his doctors say. His doctors do what Trump asks them, or I should say, better yet, orders them to do. So it's entirely possible that he's still uh, positive. You know, first they say, well, we can't tell you uh, whether he tested negative or not because that would violate his patient privacy. And uh, people bitch about that for a few days. And then, boom, they tell you about his, uh, that, hey, he's tested negative. (laughs) This this just in. And uh, what what isn't being emphasized enough is that they gave him the, uh, the rapid test. Uh, which is a test for antigens and is not nearly as reliable as the PCR stick a swab up your nose test. Yeah. Uh, and uh, you're supposed to, according to CDC guidelines and uh, doctors in general, uh, you're supposed to have two negative PCR tests at least 24 hours, preferably two days apart. Yeah. We were, that his doctor said, we did this on consecutive days. It was the rapid test and he was negative. Well, they didn't say what days. They didn't say when this was. Uh, they didn't say, uh, and 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 the doctor did say, by the way, that uh, that this was uh, the tests were really just only one factor in deciding uh, that it was Ooh. safe for him to go out and mingle again. I right. don't think he wants that swab up his nose. I think he's uh, afraid <laughs> of the swab in his nose. Because well, we could put it. We could put it somewhere else. <laughs> That's uh, right. What would it, what would that sound like, Bob? Uh, well, let's see. Maybe this. Yeah, yeah. I don't there know. You go. Uh, take take uh, that. You. You, you put it elsewhere, and maybe you get one of, one of those. Could in there happen. Too. Yeah, yeah. We don't know whether he's tested positive. There's no way to believe it. We he's given us no reason to believe his doctors. Previous doctors have told us that Donald Trump weighs 230 pounds. Uh, you know, look, they they've set this. They've made this bed themselves. Uh, they've given us. No reason whatsoever to give them the benefit of the doubt. There's no and, possible justification for and, it. And further, given us reason to doubt them and yeah. have done a terrible job lying. I mean, they're just mm-hmm. not very good at it. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I become more and more certain every day of the one thing I know, which is there's so much we don't know. Yeah. And, and, and that is by design. We're intentionally being kept in the dark. And uh, yes, when it comes to matters of democracy, there's reason to be very suspicious about mm-hmm. that. Yeah, and I've my voice has gone up a lot in this show. I'm, I'm and I apologize for that, but I'm just a little. And we're all we're all in these last 21 days just a little stressed. Yeah, and a little, I, little know, goofy. I feel goofy. Man, <laughs> I can't wait for it to be over. Somebody said somebody said that this is like approaching a wormhole and time has slowed down. <laughs> I love that. I stay busy enough that I I haven't really noticed that, but I fear that that, you know, I hope that, I hope I don't get to feeling that way myself. (laughs) God. Well, uh, lots more to talk about here, about uh, Trump's rally, about the uh, Barrett hearings going on as we we record this, and a whole lot more to talk about. But with so many changes going on in the world nowadays, it feels like every day there's something new. But there's one thing that you can count on. It's that looking good often makes you feel really good, too. And we could all use just a little bit more of that. If you have under-eye bags, dark circles, or crow's feet, imagine that those things are gone, vanished. 
finished without making an appointment with a plastic surgeon or leaving the house. It's called Plexiderm, a clinically studied serum that visibly reduces the signs of aging in just 10 minutes and lasts up to 10 hours. Add some confidence in your life knowing you look your best, even if you're having a makeup-free day. Plexiderm goes on clear, so nobody's going to know that you're using it unless you tell them, and that's why guys like it too. And Plexiderm works great with oil-free makeup. Today, you can try a six-day application trial pack for just $14.95 with free shipping when you visit www.buyplx.com slash voices or call 800-685-1292 and give the code voices. Order today. Shipping is free and it's back with a 30-day money-back guarantee. Make those wrinkles, lines, and under-eye bags disappear with Plexiderm. Visit buyplx.com slash voices or call 800-685-1292 and say the code voices at checkout. Thank you. The Bob Seska Show. is back in my chest again holding me down like a high school friend says the world's about to end you best start swimming you said anxiety is the theme of all our lives these days can't even have my coffee without exploiting someone or making another millionaire a billionaire what would it take to be happy Probably start with their money. It's the clear backpacks. It's the two new fire. Yeah, this uh, uplifting song here is uh, <laughs> from Spanish love songs. It is called Optimism as a Radical Lifestyle Choice. And it is <laughs> from uh, their album Brave Faces Everyone. Link in the description for you to download and support the uh, Spanish love songs. <laughs> I have always respected a really long song title. Yeah, that's I like right. That. Me too. I, I like too. that. I like that a lot. And and it reflects our mood. It reflects what we were just talking about going yeah. into the break. Yeah. And it reminds me, this band reminds me so much of a kind of a cross between The Offspring and The Tragically Hip. I, for some reason, it sounds like it's in that range, certainly because of the... Uh, the lead singer who has a very distinctive voice that yes, I like yeah. so much. So much. I like it. And by the way, I mean, you know, you wrap all these up at the end of the month on your on your countdown show yeah. uh, of indie music. And uh, I just at random the other day, just for no reason at all, I played the one of your your July episode. Oh yeah, uh, the one at the released at the start of July, uh-huh. and uh, it was oh man, it was great. I I just it's such an entertaining show. The music is always so great. Oh, thank thank you. you for doing it. I love it. Yeah, and I got to thank all the bands that provide all the music. It's really sure. all about them. I just I'm a facilitator. I'm a helper. That's all I do here. So and you got to make sure to support all your favorite indie bands here on the show because no one can tour. I was talking to uh, Freak Bass, in fact. Right. Freak Base and I were on the ba- Batman on Film podcast again on Saturday, cheating on our on my own show, right? Yes, and yeah, uh, yeah. we were talking about Eddie Van Halen, and I, you know, I was talking to Freak yeah. Base, and yeah, he can't tour. That's how he makes his money. That's how a lot of these indie bands make right. their money. They just can't do it anymore. So you got to buy the music, you got to buy their merch, right. you got to support right. their websites, and uh, and do what you can to, to keep all these indie bands rocking. Yeah. What do you want to wake up some morning and there's no music? No, you don't want that. <laughs> That's you, right. you don't want that. No. 
So let's see what else here. Oh, some jetpacks made of beef. You know, we talk about the jetpacks made of beef. Donald Trump yes. could, could promise to give every one of his supporters jetpacks made of beef, and they'd all go, yay, finally, we get jetpacks made of beef. It's the right. kind of lying that Donald Trump is able to get away with. Well, that's true. From the jetpacks made of beef file yesterday, Trump said uh, he won three or four Nobel Peace Prizes. <laughs> really? Yeah, he said. I, it, gee, Bob, it wasn't on the news. I know. It's amazing. Those goddamn fake news people just don't cover mm-hmm. his uh, his three or four Nobel Peace Prizes. He said, uh, I've been, I guess, three or four maybe now Nobel Peace Prizes. First of all, he try means. to sentence structure that. Good luck. Um, yes, I guess three or four maybe now Nobel Peace Prizes. Can you believe it? Four, three. Uh, <laughs> you can't quite decide whether it's no, four, four or three. Or three. You know, normally four, you after know. the first two, you lose count, right? Exactly. I don't, is he, he's not even. He hasn't even had that many nominations, has he? I know he's no. had one. No, of course know, not. One, one nomination. Sweden. Oh, yeah, there was one that was forged a couple of years ago. But then, oh, that, okay. Well, he counts that one. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Then that's so, only two. And in his mind, now it's four. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, well, they, yeah, you know, I couldn't believe it. They gave it to some food program. What's <laughs> up with that? You know, I just... I mean, there were like 300-plus nominees for the Nobel Peace Prize. Donald Trump was one of them, probably Mm. because he paid someone to nominate him. Oh, sure. Well, that's how everybody gets their star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. (laughs) Oh, that's true, too. You have to pay. It's who you know. City Council. Yeah, 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 exactly. Well, then he was also saying, well, those those people back there, he's always pointing to the press, the press pool uh, on their little ramp. Yes. He's, yeah. yeah, those fake news people back there, they went crazy when Obama won the Nobel Peace Prize. But I got, you know, I won my three or four Nobel Peace Prizes uh-huh. and they didn't, they ignored it. They talked about the hurricane instead. You know, the hurricane that devastated all of you people here in Florida. I'll that tell you, it. I'll tell you how I'm getting through this last 21 days. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a kind of zen that involves really not listening to anything he says. Yeah. I mean, some of it we, we have to pay attention to because it, it directly threatens us and the peace of the world. Uh, threatening, for example, uh, while diluted on uh, dexamethasone, uh, threatening to, to bring all the troops home from Afghanistan so they can rest up to either fight China, Russia, or uh, North Korea. Yep. Uh, you know how I'm getting through all of this? How? Uh, uh, lots of whiskey. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah, ah, whiskey. <laughs> it's more That's like right. PCP and heroin. <laughs> At this point. Yeah. At this point, you know, it would be understandable if we were all on heroin. We shouldn't do it, but it would certainly be understandable. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, Donald Trump won four, maybe three Nobel Peace Prizes. Wow. He's, he's also immune from the virus. Feels so powerful. Sure. Uh, oh. He was warning his disciples that if Joe Biden wins, you're going to have socialist health care, he said. Uh, right. This is the president who survived COVID so far because of socialized government-run health care. He's also saying that uh, something will happen to Joe Biden because he's not fit uh, mentally or physically, yeah. and uh, that that will mean that Kamala Harris will become president, and then we'll be a socialist country. <laughs> and, and, and that's what he's selling to his voters, and his voters are buying it. The good news is... There are fewer of them than there are of us, mm-hmm. and uh, because I have been reassured, you know, I don't think it. I don't think you have to worry about being overly confident anymore. I think we have to carry out our intentions to vote. But yeah. look at the numbers so far. Democrats are 
carrying out their intentions to vote. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're not, we haven't just talked about it or whined about it. If you look at the, the long lines of voters, if you look at the early voting and how many uh, are Democratic as opposed to Republican, uh, there's no question that uh, that enthusiasm, that drive, that determination to remove Donald Trump is there. And yeah. and so, I, you know, I, I, I feel... I feel like we we don't have to worry quite as much uh, about not having enough votes. Uh, What we have to worry about now are things like data lines being cut and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. So you you tweeted out an alert about that, uh, one of your news and comment alerts. It says, on the final day of voter registration in Virginia, the state's portal went offline after a fiber cable was cut. Is there any more information about that? Do they know if this was deliberate or an accident or some sort of Trump operative who got in there? Or what do we know? As we we speak, as we record this, I understood uh, Governor Northam would be addressing the media about this at about this time. I don't have a monitor on right now, but uh, uh, we were expecting and listen, it, it could be we're all on our. We're all on edge. Uh, it could have been, and it happens. Uh, it could have been an accidental cut. It cut the service. It happened uh, ten miles uh, or near near I ten, I guess, in Richmond or in, in near the state capital of Virginia. Yeah. And uh, it could have been a construction accident. Uh, hey, Republicans, call before you dig. Yeah. Uh, but but uh, so we don't know if it was done intentionally. But we're certainly we certainly want to know. Mm-hmm. If it was done intentionally or if it was an accident. And uh, hopefully Governor Northam will have an answer for that. Uh, they were also ex- expecting the line to be repaired uh, sometime today. So there would still be some time this afternoon or actually through midnight uh, for people to register. And they're also making uh, paper registration forms more available. And I think you have until Tuesday of next week to get those in. Gotcha. Well, speaking of uh, Governor Northam, I uh, said the other day, I think it was Thursday's show possibly, um, that given this terrorist organization in Michigan and their plot to kidnap and uh, torture and murder Gretchen Mm -hmm. Whitmer, I said, there's probably other plots against other Democratic governors. And sure enough, here we are a few days later, another alert that you posted on Twitter, FBI agent tells court self-proclaimed militia also plotted to kidnap Virginia Governor Ralph Northam. This is the same right-wing extremist group that threatened an act of terrorism against Michigan Governor Gretchen Whitmer. So it is more than just Whitmer who they're going after. And I wouldn't be surprised if there were other cells, I guess we could call them cells, sure. uh, that might emerge as far as uh, similar plots to this, which is getting yeah. really, the, really scary. Yeah. I, I, I hasten to remind you the Appalachians are not that far away from D.C. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's uh, true. You know, so, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, this is and I, I want to address this, if I may, because sure. uh, a couple of alert uh, people on social media mm-hmm. uh, reminded me, uh, felt I needed reminding not to use the word militia to describe this group because yeah. what they are are terrorists. Hey, listen, I agree. I, I completely agree. I put the word militia in paraquote, what I call paraquotes, which is the little quotation mark that's only one stroke instead of two. Uh, so, uh, I, 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 but I set it apart in that way and preceded it by the phrase so-called Self, or self-proclaimed, self-proclaimed, yeah. self-proclaimed militia groups. And I also said in that same tweet that they had engaged in an act of terror. 
and identify them as a right. And people said, well, you shouldn't have said. And, and I think, no, I think it's important that we use militia and terrorism together in the same sentence. Because yeah. so many Americans know of this group as a militia. And even if that's not true, even if the truth is that they are terrorists, I feel it necessary in my efforts to communicate to the public clearly to tie those two terms together so that people understand when they hear the word militia that what we really mean is terrorist. And so I think using them together is important to to affect that point. Yeah, and if they were Islamic radicals uh, who engaged in the same exact plot, all the same details, of course mm-hmm. we would call them terrorists. Just right. because they're American backwoods hicks doesn't separate them from that particular term and the definition of that term, uh, the term terrorism. And that's what it is. I mean, if you are um, a, a Democratic politician with some form of national platform, you are successfully terrorized thanks to this particular plot, whether you right. express that terror or not. People who support these Democratic governors are terrorized. That is a fact. That is baked into the plot itself. We're watching our backs. We're making sure. Are, are, who's next? Are there members of the press who are also on the uh, hit list with some of these uh, terrorist groups? We have to bear all of these things in mind. Otherwise, we're going to be caught with our pants down. And uh, we <laughs> certainly can't rely on the uh, Bill Barr uh, Justice Department to, to adequately do what it has to do. Obviously, another, yeah. yeah that, no. By the way, that's another sign of Trump's uh, insanity at this point, uh, lashing out, uh, uh, which is another uh, symptom of dexamethasone, another side yeah. effect, uh, lashing out at both Bill Barr and Mike Pompeo, who are the most faithful. They've been they've been so faithful as lapdogs. They've been yeah. they've done such a good job for him, yeah. and and he's screaming at them that uh, that they'll go down in history in in a very as a very sad sad situation, as he said in the case of Bill Barr, who lied about the Mueller report for him for crying yeah. out loud. He should be nicer. He mm-hmm. really should be nicer. Well, the entire Republican Party needs to be dissolved in some way. It yeah. needs to be just yeah. like uh, well, the Trump Foundation or the, the, the Trump University or now on the chopping block, the Trump Organization. The Republican Party, which is now basically I, a wing of the Trump Organization, <laughs> needs to right. be uh, put out which, of business. Yeah. And that's going to help kill it. I, I really think that there's a very good possibility that the Republican Party dies here yeah. mm-hmm. uh, because it dies on the vine of Donald Trump yeah. because it has merged, because the Democratic National... I'm sorry. <laughs> because the... We'll edit that. Because the... Re- <laughs> Republican National Committee has married itself or has been overtaken by the Trump campaign. And this has been in effect for at least four years now. Mm-hmm. Uh, they are there one. And by by merging with them and by the party becoming the party of Trump, identifying with and, and being assimilated yeah. by Trumpism, if we can defeat Trumpism and the numbers indicate we already are, then uh, we could defeat the Republican Party Uh, for either a very long time or once and for all. Just look at what's been happening in the past week or so. You have um, not only the Republican Party putting up, as we said before, these fake drop boxes to uh, engage in election fraud i mean let's there's make nothing. no mistake about this there's there's do, do they do that you picture do the drop boxes get up because there's a guy in them and they get up and they <laughs> they they move they, yeah. they, they, it's something it looks like a, 
I, I picture like an old candid camera stuff. I was just going to say like Alan yeah. Funt yeah. around the corner yeah. going, yes, yeah. we put up these fake drop boxes and Look. we put dwarves in There's, them or something. <laughs> and it just proves there is no level to which they will not stoop to cheat. No, no. And obviously, too, to just, you know, flaunt the law, to break the law, to plow yeah. right on through traditions traditions and norms in order to own the libs. Here's another example. The McCloskeys, you know, uh, Patricia McCloskey yes. and her yeah. gun-toting husband. Th- yeah. They are now, I think, I think they're going to be pardoned by the mm-hmm. Missouri governor. I mean, well, like, again, another example. We don't yes. give a shit as long as we're owning the list. Yes, that- yes, but who who will pardon Missouri's governor? <laughs> <laughs> who's, yeah. who's equally been, who's been equally irresponsible about the pandemic. Yeah. Uh, as is just fucking, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I, <laughs> I got a little too comfortable. And, you know, it's fine. I know I can say that here. But I, I've got this DNA. And people love it. I assure you, I, they love I, it. I, I've got this DNA that prevents me from swearing in front of a microphone or or yeah. my parents. <laughs> right, right. And, and and that's very unusual for that to slip out. But now you know how I really feel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's no restrictions. No FCC here, my I know, friend. So. I know. I know. It's just it's part of my DNA, so I caught myself mm-hmm. when, when, when I did it. But there there is no level to which they will not stoop, and it's... It's almost laughable if it, if it weren't so criminal. Yeah. Well, getting back to uh, what what I was saying at the top of the show with regard to uh, why we're running a, a teeny tiny bit late today is I was fighting with pro-life people on Twitter. Yes. So I was talking uh-huh. earlier about Mike Lee and how he right, wouldn't right. shut the fuck up and he just kept <laughs> talking and talking and talking. Well, one of the things he said was uh, fetuses feel pain as early as 10 weeks. Well, yeah. that is a whopper bro science lie. It's not right. even 20 weeks. Science, and I'm not talking about just studies that have been published. I'm talking about actual obstetricians who have mm-hmm. said fetuses do not feel pain until the third trimester, in and around the 25th or 27th week, somewhere in that range. And so, of course, all of the flying monkeys descended on me on Twitter. And one of these okay. guys. Yeah. So this was an act of self-defense on your part as much as. I mean, yeah. you didn't just wake up this morning and said, I- I'm going to go troll these people. No, I never okay. do that. All right. well, I, see, I that, never wake well, I, up with I would, that. Uh, I would no. hope not. I feel much better about this. <laughs> I'm not <now>. psychotic. Uh, <laughs> well. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know what? I wanted to also mention a word about, uh, speaking of health care in the ACA, Trump and pre-existing conditions. This is part of the reason why I got myself into trouble trouble today and and this has to do with not only the pro-life people but also liberals going right so donald trump keeps saying over and over and over again and in fact uh, kaylee mcenany tweeted something like this yesterday about how we're always going to protect people with pre-existing conditions we're always if you've got a pre-existing condition we're all going to protect you uh Uh by the way we've signed this completely meaningless executive order protecting people with pre-existing conditions And, and the reason i say it's so meaningless is because you can't just say we're protecting people with pre-existing conditions. First of all, you have to state that you're allowing them to buy health insurance without being denied. So if you get at least to that point, if you at least say, well, you can buy insurance if you have a pre-existing condition, it does not matter. You know why? Because that insurance is going to suck eggs. It is going to be the worst possible insurance. Those of us who have pre-existing conditions remember prior to the Affordable Care Act when 
Some of us could get insurance if we jumped through all the hoops and presented all and of paid, our yeah and pay, and paid one million dollars. Yes, you could you could get it. <laughs> yes, and that's that's the next point. It is immensely, almost prohibitively expensive, and not even worth the money to get an insurance policy if yeah, you have true. pre-existing. What what happens is you end up paying huge premiums, huge out-of-pocket expenses. Your pre-existing condition might not even be covered under the policy. And on top of that, without the ACA's consumer protections, you could be booted off your insurance at any point in time, especially right. when you get sick and, or injured again. And, and you will be. Yeah, that's and, how that works. Exactly. That used to happen all the time. It's called rescission. It was a practice that was notorious prior to the Affordable Care Act. Affordable Care Act made that illegal. It can't happen anymore. And if Donald Trump and Amy Coney Barrett are able to eliminate the Affordable Care Act in the Supreme Court, all of that shit comes boiling back to the surface. And Donald Trump can wow. sign a million executive orders with his EKG signature on there. And it's not going to matter unless there are the consumer protections in the Affordable Care Act. It is completely and absolutely pointless. I can't even believe. Well, I guess I I guess I can believe given the track record. (laughs) I guess the way I'm going to power through this is with the knowledge that, uh, first of all, they I don't think they're going to succeed in accomplishing everything they set out to do in the time allotted for it. The clock is ticking and it's picking up speed in reality. It's not slowing down. It's mm-hmm. it's time is is going even faster, I think, as we approach the end of the Trump presidency. And uh, any damage that uh, the Supreme Court and Trump do between now and January 20th, I'm confident can be undone and will be undone very quickly after that. You yeah. Know? yeah. Uh, if, if not at the end of January, then perhaps February. But uh, I don't think much time will be wasted. As you know, there are so many urgencies to address uh, once uh, the Democrats wrest control of, of government. Yeah. But uh, I, I have to live for that point at mm-hmm. this point. I, I look at the Supreme Court nomination that way. If we lose that fight, and we may, uh, or it may only be a partial victory if we win a delay, um, we have we still can correct these things. There are ways to do that. Yeah, uh, as bitter as some of them may be. Well, the upside is the silver lining in at least the Affordable Care Act matter is this: in the Fifth Circuit, that uh, appeals court decided that yeah, the individual mandate, and this all has to do with what's landing in the Supreme Court on November tenth. It's the same case. Started with this guy Judge O'Connor in uh, Texas, and what he ruled is the uh, the. Individual mandate is unconstitutional, and therefore the entire law needs to be scrapped. Even the shit that has nothing to fucking do with the individual mandate, which is 95% of the goddamn law. Well, yeah, here's the technicality. Here's what they're fighting over here. Uh, Congress doesn't have the power to, to pass the Affordable Care Act unless it is a tax, because Congress has the power to tax. So if you remove Congress's ability to tax, as, as has already been done in the courts, then there's really not much of a legal leg for the law to stand on. Uh, Democrats would hope to correct that. Uh, but but because Republicans have chiseled away at it over the last four years or, or more, actually, uh, the last six years at least, uh, because that has happened, it's an, it really is on very 
uh, weak legal standing right now. It, it has to involve that mandate, uh, which is defined as a tax. Well, the Fifth Circuit uh, disagreed with that. The Fifth Circuit said, yeah, the mandate is uh, unconstitutional and that's fine, but the rest of the law can stand. And so, of course, the Trump administration allowed that ruling to stand while the opposition said, okay, well, we're going to appeal this. During the Obama administration, the Justice Department argued on behalf of the Affordable Care Act. Yes. During the Trump administration, the Justice Department has argued against the Affordable Care Act. Mm -hmm, exactly right. So yeah. what's had to happen is the House of Representatives and the uh, states have stepped in in place of the Justice Department to defend the law. And right. so Somebody has to. Yeah, so basically the Fifth Circuit said, uh, yes, we agree that the mandate is unconstitutional, uh, but the law should stand. And so now that's the matter sitting before the Supreme Court. So it's possible that whether the court is 4-4 in an 8-justice uh, court or 5-4 in uh, a court that includes uh, Amy Coney Barrett, there's a possibility that the Supreme Court will uphold the Fifth Circuit's ruling, which case Congress will sure. have to go back in and figure out a way to keep the health insurance companies happy because part of the point of the insurance or the uh, individual mandate is to not only finance the subsidies, but to also keep the health insurance ha companies happy because now they're forced to cover everybody. And that was part of the justification for the individual mandate. But what um, the Trump administration wants to do is to is for the entire law to be thrown out per this yeah. Texas judge. So it's possible that this goes to the Supreme Court and they say, we're just going to uphold the Fifth Circuit. Or the other possibility is that if Amy Coney Barrett doesn't get seated in time, it's coming down to an eight-justice court, as I said. And therefore, the possibility is that John Roberts will side with uh, Breyer, Sotomayor, and Kagan, and it'll end up being four to four, in which case it goes back to the Fifth Circuit. Fifth Circuit ends up, uh, that yeah. ruling ends up standing, which means no individual mandate, which we already knew because Mitch McConnell and Donald Trump already zeroed out the mandate anyway, the penalty right. in the right. uh, whatever the tax uh, scam bill that they passed. It may not be uh, uh, as big of a crisis as we think in the long run, but why take that chance? Why oh, sure. not do what we oh. can? to try oh. to stop Coney Barrett from being seated. Yeah, I would never advise anyone to stop resisting. Yeah. Continue continue to resist or resist harder than ever. In fact, this is this is crunch time right now. Mm -hmm. This is why you need to call your Republican representative no matter how pointless you think it is and make it clear where you stand and get others to make these calls too. These calls are way more important than you think they are and they are way more listened to than you think they are yeah as bob said your alternative is to what do nothing mm -hmm. that's right <laughs> bitch, well, we can't bitch do that. on social media just yeah. be, you know which is nice i guess but action is far more impressive in my opinion and by the way that voice i've been doing when i go i'm actually <laughs> yes. doing i'm actually doing jim gaffigan jim gaffigan's impression of a whale <laughs> he does this whole uh, bit oh, really? i think it's in beyond the pale about whales and how they're always sad about their weight so that you ask him what's going on Are you feeling okay and i'll never was, forget yeah. i'll never forget louis anderson's joke about when he would go to the beach and, and people would say Push him back in. He's dying. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> well, on that note, did you know that the average American has 97 points they can add to their credit score and have no idea how to get those points? Well, ScoreMaster is the new credit science that super boosts your credit score. Forget raising your credit score just a few points. The average ScoreMaster user raises their credit score 61 points in 20 days or less. That is incredible. 
I follow my credit score religiously, and it's unheard of to see a, a credit score hike of 61 points. But say your credit score was in the high 500s to mid 600s when you bought that new car. If you'd gone to ScoreMaster first and raised your credit score just the average 61 points our listeners get, you could have saved nine grand on your car loan. And if you're a business, you know how essential great credit is. From getting a loan to funding projects to financing equipment, go to ScoreMaster first and see how super boosting your business credit score can save you a fortune. ScoreMaster puts you in control of your finances, not the banks. Enroll in minutes and see how many plus points ScoreMaster can add to your credit score. Visit scoremaster.com slash offer. That's scoremaster.com slash offer. Thank you. Bob Seska. favorite recording artist. This is Marina Rocks. The song called Brand New. Brand new single called Cray Cray. It's all about 2020 and everything you'd expect it to be about. <laughs> the song title called Cray Cray. Link in the description at bobseska.com. Also bobseska.com slash music to submit your songs to the show. Thank you for doing that in advance. She really sings pretty. She sings pretty. And not only that, but she's a hell of an amazing <laughs> guitar player. Uh, I would put her up there at the same level as like Lindsey Buckingham. She's got a, the same kind of picking style, similar influences. But man, she her name is exactly the right name. That Marina rocks yeah. because she does. Yeah, she does. So uh, on the opposite end of the rocking spectrum, we have Amy, yes. Amy Coney Barrett, who <laughs> repeatedly said that she can't offer an opinion on whether she'd recuse herself from any election lawsuits uh-huh. involving blah, blah, Donald blah. Trump. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this doesn't uh, make me feel she knows, any better about it. Uh, she knows why she's there. We know why yeah. she's there. Everybody knows why she's there. So call your Republican lawmakers. Yes, yes. Assume accordingly. Barrett also declined to say whether she would consider stepping aside from an upcoming Obamacare case, as Democrats have requested. She said, uh-huh. that's not a question I can answer in the abstract, she said. If, um, if there's anyone who doesn't see what's going on here, they're blind. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It, it, couldn't be more obvious. So I want to mention this court packing nonsense. And yeah, I, I we got to talk about this. Yeah, you know what? No one cares except the press. It's not a thing. People aren't wandering around going, "Oh, Jesus, Joe Biden's going to pack the court." Hope there's no hope. There's no court packing. <laughs> yeah, it's this is something that the the press is just pissed off about because Joe Biden's being a politician. That's what he's doing. He's not going to get caught up in a gotcha thing with well, you know packing the courts. It's not going to be something I, he's going to fall into that trap. It, about. it wouldn't surprise me if Joe Biden and I have the same view on this. We both think it's a terrible idea to expand the court, and it does set the precedent, or would seem to, yeah. that uh, future Republican administrations would then pack it further, would add would add more 
seats to it. And, and by mm. the way, when we use this term, everybody knows Republicans have spent the last six years packing the court. Yep. Uh, they they controlled the Senate uh, during Obama's last two years of, in office. And uh, during that time, uh, he, he made like 100 nominations. They killed them all mm-hmm. uh, for, for uh, various justices, uh, federal judges. And uh, then they've just gone crazy during the Trump administration Correct, uh, right. confirming Confer- yeah, exactly. Confirming conservative judges who, in many cases, don't even qualify to be judges. Yeah. And <laughs> and so they, they've just gone nuts with this. So if anybody's packing the courts, it's the Republicans. And I agree with those who say the media should be reporting more on that and stop doing it. I, I, I've decided the media, I saw somebody said the media wants Trump to win. I don't think they want him no. to win, but they, they love a close race. Oh, they want to make this close and scary <laughs> right down to the wire yeah. so that you'll tune in for every second. Don't miss a minute of mm. the action. Yeah. As we as we uh, over dramatize everything, I'm, so, look, I'm, yeah, look, yeah. I'm looking at you, yeah. Steve Kornacki. <laughs> Man, he's notorious for that. Uh, Steve Kornacki is the king of drama on MSNBC. Well, yeah, I sort of appreciate his excitement. Oh and, yeah, well, there's that. Uh, he, yeah. he makes he makes a pretty good cheerleader. Uh, but but you know, yeah, I, I I just don't like the fact that like a lot of people that the media has even taken up this issue of uh, oh, will Biden pack the court? Like yeah. you said, most voters don't care. But it but it leaves the impression that sort of general. Uh, picked up by osmosis impression that there's something fishy about Joe yeah. uh, and and that people should watch out. Yeah, <laughs> you know? and, and of course it takes on the same level of importance as the uh, literally tens of thousands of Trump things. You know, it's, it, right, it, it, right. Trump can spew out a, a thousand lies in five minutes at one of his Probably rallies Tuesday, and it'll right. get the same level of discussion as one thing from Joe Biden, and it's not even a lie. It's just he's being evasive with the answer. He's just being right. clever yeah. and political and about it. To my point, uh, neither Joe nor I want to uh, pack or expand the court. But if these bastards go ahead and put Amy Coney Barrett on the court, we have no freaking choice. We've got yeah. to do it. Yeah. We've got to do it. And and it, we can, with control of government, mm-hmm. uh, set eight. I love this idea. Uh, I think the Washington Post editorial board called for this. 18-year term limits for judges, not life for justices on the Supreme Court, not a lifetime position, and that every president gets to nominate two because that's how their terms will expire. I don't know how we start that in motion, but uh, that would take politics out of the judicial system. Politics does not belong in the judicial system. Everybody knows now that it's very much a part of Mm -hmm. the judicial system. It's easily fixable. And I hope that we focus... Uh, once we do whatever we have to do to give ourselves a just Supreme Court in this country, uh, that it's only temporary and that we can apply a permanent fix that will make the process non-political. That would be my preference, and I think that's probably Biden's preference as well. Neither one of us wants to add justices, but we will if you make us. You know, I don't know exactly where Rocky Mountain Mike stands on this, but I saw a tweet uh, from him the other day <laughs> that I thought pretty pretty much lines up with what you're saying. He was saying that, with the quid pro quo that's going to go on where the Democrats expand the court and then the Republicans come in and they expand the court again, right. the, the Supreme Court is going to have to be seated at RFK Stadium. <laughs> right <laughs> if we allowed it to go on, and that's why we need to yeah. apply a permanent fix. I'm not opposed, although I, I don't like the idea of adding justices to the court. If that's what we have to do, by God, let's do it. You know, I mean, I just, you know, because we're all just so fed up with the bullshit from Republicans. Yeah. Uh, it's it's time to it's time to fight back. And uh, and and then because we are honorable, 
uh, as Democrats, uh, we apply a permanent fix that makes the process in the future non-political. What would Mitch McConnell do? WWMMD. <laughs> and that, or you could say, what would Moscow Mitch do? And that's right. the, the same acronym. Um, and of course, he would keep it close to the vest, just like Joe Biden is doing. Joe Biden isn't blabbing about this because, you know what? Right. Mitch McConnell wouldn't blab about it either. Mitch McConnell doesn't go around telegraphing all of his political moves. He just sits there like he did in the debate with Amy McGrath last night and go, huh, huh, huh. Yeah, that's really going to help him ass. <laughs> yes, this is just so, man, it makes my skin crawl. This is a, that albino slee stack sitting there going, what a dick. I mean, really, what a supreme dick. God. Yes, indeed. Holy shit. going to slap him and slap him and slap him again. Yeah. Well, if you see someone making a big stink about the court packing, ask them this. Where are Trump's medical records? Where are his tax returns? Why can't yep. he give us a straight answer on his last negative test? If he, if we can hear about his negative test now, why not during the week of the 26th? What happened in Helsinki? <laughs> Who killed the counterintelligence investigation? We want answers to these questions uh, because they're demanding this one answer from Joe Joe Biden, even though we can't get a thousand answers out of Donald Trump. Uh, they're, they're grasping a straw. As I've said before, it's a desperate, desperate campaign. Yes, and they're it reaching is. for everything they can. And thank goodness, I believe you are absolutely correct that most voters, uh, this business of court packing, uh, they don't barely care. brushes by their ears, much less really <laughs> care about it. Yes. You know, people aren't staying up nights worrying and tossing and turning. Go, man. Uh, Joe Biden just won't give us a straight answer on that court packing business. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, no one's doing that. No, yeah, one, no cares. one cares. <laughs> Listen, before I, they're playing us out, and so I, but I want to get this in. Uh, uh, during my appearance on Steph's show, the Happy Hour last Friday, uh, we both spoke of our pride. Yeah, I leave the music going. We both spoke of our pride uh, in you. Uh, and, oh. and, you know, Steph said something like, uh, how our boy has grown up and what you couldn't see if you weren't watching the video is I placed my hand over my heart when she said oh, that man. we are, we are so proud of you. Uh, and I guess that makes us your parents. Yeah, I think so. That, that's <laughs> kind of how it feels. And, and that makes me, <laughs> that makes me so happy. I, I couldn't be more pleased because obviously, uh, most of what I do here on uh. this show is a consequence of copying you and copying Stephanie yeah. Miller. That is that is the extent of my I, podcast. If you were to take, I mean, maybe it is. Maybe it is like this sort of broadcast <laughs> marriage DNA. that has produced me. Yeah. yeah, I've got like half of your chromosomes, half of Stephanie's chromosomes. <laughs> you combine it into this animal-human hybrid that is this podcast. And, and you know what? If you break down this show, it's exactly the case. It is 100% the case. It's got the fart jokes and silliness and morning zoo shit from Stephanie and uh -huh. a little bit of that from you too with the news angle and so on. So right, yeah, right, I, yeah, I, I couldn't, I couldn't be, uh, I couldn't feel more honored and, and privileged to be able to know I, both well, of you. Um, you're, you're, you guys, you guys are my people. I always say that you guys are from my planet and it, it's a, <laughs> it's a rare gift to be able to, uh, you know, interact with people from your own planet. <laughs> well, it's, know. it's true and it had to be said. So well, there it is. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. you well, bet. Uh, obviously, the admiration and respect is is mutual, one thousand yeah, percent. So stop it. People are getting sick now. <laughs> Sexyliberal.com. Go and listen to the happy hour with Buzz and Stephanie from Friday. It is uh, it is so incredibly entertaining. Of course, all the sexy liberal podcast network programs, five star rating and reviews all around, and 
Same goes for Buzz Burbank News and Comment. Every Thursday, it's the best hour of news, hour plus of news that you're going to hear all week. And there's, no fuck, and there's no fucking swearing in it. <laughs> I love that you're just uh, swearing buzz. It's like the, the everyone's favorite buzz is swearing buzz. <laughs> that's silly. Oh, shit. Okay, that's it for the show. Postmortem show coming up next on our Patreon page, bobseskashow.com. We'll see you over there, folks. Bye-bye. With so many changes going on in the world nowadays, it feels like every day there's something new. But there's one thing that you can count on. It's that looking good often makes you feel really good, too. And we could all use just a little bit more of that. If you have under-eye bags, dark circles, or crow's feet, imagine that those things are gone, vanished, without making an appointment with a plastic surgeon or leaving the house. It's called Plexiderm, a clinically studied serum that visibly reduces the signs of aging in just 10 minutes and lasts up to 10 hours. Add some confidence in your life, knowing you look Look your best, even if you're having a makeup-free day. Plexiderm goes on clear, so nobody's going to know that you're using it unless you tell them. And that's why guys like it, too. And Plexiderm works great with oil-free makeup. Today, you can try a six-day application trial pack for just $14.95 with free shipping when you visit www.buyplx.com voices or call 800-685-1292 and give the code Voices. Order today. Shipping is free and it's backed with a 30-day money-back guarantee. Make those wrinkles, lines, and under-eye bags disappear with Plexiderm. Visit buyplx.com slash voices or call 800-685-1292 and say the code voices at checkout. Thank you.